Welcome back to just another fantasy football podcast. This week we are giving our week two recaps, buy, sell, and what have we learned with every game, and then we will do our five to one waiver wire pickups before week three. Uh, where do you want to start, Aaron? We can start with Thursday night. Uh, was the Giants versus the Washington football team? So I think the main takeaways here are. Do you believe Daniel Jones is a startable quarterback? I don't think either of us think he's startable in one QB, but in a two QB league or super flex, are you happy starting him? How worried are you about Saquon um, and the separation kind of between Sterling Shepard and Kenny Galladay? I think those are the main points for the Giants takeaways. Um, I actually am starting Daniel Jones as my second quarterback, and I'm I'm not like confident like he can – put up a QB one uh, week any given week. But um, as far as QB twos go, I'm, I'm, I think he belongs in that category. I mean, it's not sexy, but I mean, you see what he can do with his legs um, every now and then. So you run into one of those games like this week and you end up with 30, 35 points. You're pretty happy with that. Um, for Saquon, it, I think he'll eventually get his legs under him. Um, but watching the game, it looked like he like forgot how to play football. Like he was like scared to get hit, like scared to initiate contact and like kind of was like diving at like when he was about to like run into the line, he was just diving at the ankles. So I think eventually he'll get his feet under him and it'll be the old Saquon. But at, right now I just think he's hesitant to like play and, and hit. So, um, running backs on a position, you can play like that. Um, and then what was it? Sterling Shepard, uh, I think Sterling Shepard is the one in that offense. If I mean that much is clear through two weeks, so um, PPR, I think he's 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 good. And half PPR, I'd, I'd probably be considering him as a flex. So I think I think Shepard's. I don't actually think he's the one in the offense. I think Kenny Galladay is still the one. They're still pretty close in targets, but I think as far as fantasy goes, I'd rather have Shepard, especially in a PPR. I think he's a wide receiver three every week. Um, just because I think the offense kind of sucks, and I don't like Daniel Jones. You know, you you would think he's a wide receiver too, but there are so many wide receivers. I probably have him in the twenty-five to thirty-five range um, at this point. You know, but he's somebody that could really plummet for me if he has a couple bad games. Barkley, I think it's more encouraging. You know, because he got fifteen touches this game at least. You know, seventy yards, not that bad. Um, just that one run, but, you know, though. Yeah, but he's not a superstar. Um, yeah, I mean, fine, that run, but he's he's going to have a, a decent run here and there. I think he's in the Miles Sanders, uh, Jacobs, Swift, Mixon. That's like a kind of a tier area for me that I think Barkley's with them. I don't think he's with Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, you know, CMC, those guys anymore. That's kind of how I look at it. Daniel Jones, to me, I don't want to start him. If I do, I don't love it, and I'm scared every week. He is similar to <laughs> Taylor Heineke as we trans transition over to the Redskins or to the Washington football team. Um, I don't want to start Heineke anywhere, but if I have to, I mean, he's a, he's a locked-in starter at this point for his team. That's about as much as you can say. Gibson, I'm still encouraged because, again, he got 15 touches, 75-ish yards. I'm encouraged. He's clearly the guy. Um, I like him. I think I would much rather have him than Saquon. We'll get to our trade of the week later. Um, so give me your comparison between Gibson and Saquon, Heineke and Daniel Jones, and then is there anybody else in the passing game you want besides Terry McLaurin? Do you count J.D. McKissick as in the passing game? Yeah, sure. You I mean, want to I, start J.D. McKissick? I, I don't, don't want to, but I, I think It was all done in garbage. Garbage or two-minute drill? 
There's uglier options. He's I think he's viable as a flex in PPR. Um, I rather as of right now, I rather have Gibson than Barkley. Um, but like you were saying, I think I think Barkley once he gets his legs under him, I think he's around that tier where you have him. Maybe a little bit. Maybe I might have him a little bit higher. But I think as the season goes on, and hopefully he stays healthy and he's able to get get a little bit stronger and better throughout the season, I think he has room to go up. So right now I have Gibson over him, um, but Saquon has is on an upward trajectory. It might be slower, might be you know a week or two, but. Um, How high do you he, have McLaurin now that we've seen him with Heineke? Top 10, probably. I mean, he's just a target Oof. hog. I mean. Okay. I was going to say top 12, but top 10 is even more. Yeah. All right. It's What's the next game? By. Next game is uh, my Vikings, another heartbreaking loss to the Cardinals. All right. So high scoring game was a really fun game to watch. We'll start with the Vikings. Kirk Cousins looks super solid again. That's your boy. Tell us how confident you are in that. I am not confident. He's a QB2 for me with in the Matt Ryan zone, kind of, and guys that could turn into a pumpkin at any time but have a decent game. Dalvin Cook, absolute stud, running back two, but came up gimpy multiple times. Are you worried about his, you know, we're going to have to follow him, I mean, I think throughout the week because he was injured a bunch of times. And then talk about the receivers, what stuck out, what are you confident about, what are you not? K.J. Osborne won me a DraftKings lineup basically by himself. Um, so what, what do you think overall thoughts? I mean, the, the, the Vikings are basically who we thought they were, right? I mean, they're, they're pretty much right in line offensively, fantasy-wise, exactly who we thought they were, right? I don't even think we have to spend a lot of time. Unless you're worried about Jefferson, which I'm not. He got 10 targets. Yeah, the only thing I want to say is I've had Kirk Cousins here. I think he's he's going to be a top, I don't. I forgot where I had him, top 12, top 15 quarterback on the season. Um, Dalvin's right where we thought he was. The only thing interesting to me on the Viking side is that um, I didn't think that they would be able to support three kind of fantasy but in, viable But in options. fairness, though, I mean, Irv Smith, I guess. Irv Smith, yeah, and he's gone, so it had to go somewhere else. And it's not like Osborne's catching 12 balls a game. Like, he caught five passes, got six targets. That's an Irv Smith type of game. I mean, he he just caught the one that he took to the house, so 65-yard catch. Outside of that, he was four for 25 yards. But you'd expect it coming out of Irv once Irv went down. You didn't know who was going to come. I I didn't know who K.J. Osborne was, and I liked the Vikings. So um, that's the only thing a lot. I mean, More to to talk about, though, with the Cardinals. Kyler Murray is in play for the number one QB overall. We both have him in our top three or four. He is just disgusting. He's going to make a couple stupid throws every game because he's just going all out. The running game, Edmonds and Connor split exactly eight carries each. Edmonds has five targets and five catches, which is much better. We both like him a lot more in PPR. How high do you have him in PPR? And then take a second, talk about your boy, Rondale Moore, how excited are you about him? And are you at all worried about DeAndre Hopkins? 454 and a touchdown's fine, but only four targets. In a I'm not shootout. worried about no, I'm not worried about DeAndre Hopkins at all. I mean Ron the other guys were wide open. So I mean they had to take once DeAndre scored early, I feel I feel like the Vikings maybe moved to like take him out of the game. But um obviously Kyler can use the other weapons at his disposal. Rondell Moore was on on my waivers pickups last week. Um, you had a good waiver I mean, show. We both had pretty good waiver shows, yeah, and it wasn't was like the most obvious that. guys. It, um, but like, I mean, everyone's talking about adding Rondell Moore this week, but 
you listen to us, you had that last week before you're competing with everyone else on the waiver wire. Exactly. Um, I think he's clearly the wide receiver too there. I mean, Kirk, again, Christian Kirk caught a wide open pass. I mean, it wasn't a touchdown, but he caught another wide open. That's going to happen when you, when you, when Kyler's running around for 20 seconds. I feel like, I feel like we've got enough to know Kirk is not a guy you want to start every week. Right. I, I, but Ron, like I think Rondell Moore, Moore is reliable, at least. Like, yeah. Kirk is the hitter. I mean, he got miss. eight targets, dude. Eight yeah. targets. They're trying to manufacture these t- touches. Downfield. And he gets and, the 77-yard touchdown. Like, yeah. that's a guy you want. He's getting bombs, and he's getting the short intermediate stuff, and he's, like, juking defenders out of his shoes. So, uh, where do I you think have Rondell Edmonds, Where do you have Edmonds PPR running backs? Probably in the... Mid twenties, twenties, low twenties, okay. maybe. Yeah, that's that's basically where I have him. Where do you have Rondale Moore now in wide receivers? Is he uh, compare Oof, him to Sterling uh, Shepard, above or below Sterling Shepard, who we both kind of put? I mean, I think you agree with me, Sterling Shepard in the twenty-five to thirty-five range. Yeah, without looking at it, I'd probably have him somewhere around there. I would have. I think Rondale, I'd have more ahead of him. I'd have Rondale ahead of him just because of the ceiling. I mean, the yeah, Giants. I agree it's a floor, but I mean, with Sterling getting like 10 targets every game, that's just a PPR floor. Whereas Rondale's explosive and, and in an explosive offense, it may be a dependent on what you need that week. Like if I need safety and I'm favored, maybe Sterling, but if I need any kind of upside, I'm taking Rondale. All right. All right. What's the next Next game? Next game was a snooze fest, uh, Bengals versus the bears. Okay. So a lot of things I actually want to talk about in this game and we'll start with the Bengals. Are you worried about Burrow? Because I am. I picked him up in the league, dropped yes. Matt Ryan. In a, in a league, I'm streaming quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm worried about him. He does not look good. Some of these passes look Zach Wilson-esque bad. Um, and, well, I mean, Zach Wilson's a, a rookie on a terrible team. I'm not worried about it. I think Zach Wilson's going to be good. But, but Burrow is on a team with an offense that's stacked. I mean, just weapons literally everywhere. Um, we're both worried about him. So how does that make you think about the passing targets and – how worried are you about Jamar Chase? Talk a little about the receivers. A lot of people were out on Boyd. I picked him up in the league. We um, are against each other in the auction league. I needed a wide receiver. I was running back heavy. I picked him up. Full PPR league. I still like him as a wide receiver three there. I'm, I don't really know who to pick in that wide receiver core, so let me know where you have each of them, and are you at all worried about Mixon? Only 69 yards. He kind of comes back to earth. I'm not worried about Mixon. He's the only running back that... Uh touch the ball carry wise so i mean yeah he seems like the same he seems like the same as gibson and saquon and josh jacobs and sanders who are going to get the work are they going to score a touchdown is what it really comes down to this game just seemed like it kept the time kept ticking by and like nothing was happening like stat wise or fantasy wise i wasn't really able to watch most of this game but um like if you look at the the receivers though what are you thinking about the receivers where do you have them I have them probably in kind of the twenty to lesser, thirty. I have them like a as a lesser bucks. So like, um, like twenty to thirty. All three yeah. of them, I feel like, are kind of in that range. The bucks are on like. The I mean, 15 I might not have Tyler Boyd that high, but I mean, that's true. Tyler Boyd's but, with Sterling Shepard to me. I think he's similar to Sterling Shepard, maybe a little below, a hat tick below Sterling Shepard. Yeah, I think you're gonna. I think Burrow might be able to support two of these guys, whereas in Tampa, you know, it's just, it's like Gronk. Evans like and Godwin and then like Adrian or um Antonio Brown like gets left out how we talked about that week one um I think there's just less to go around in the Bengals kind of offense with given the line and Burrow so I think you you can maybe defend on two of these guys but it's like which two I mean you're you're gonna have to probably play them all every week you you have them 
And then if we hop over to the Bears, um, speaking of running backs that are going to get 20-plus touches every week, it's just whether or not they score, whether or not they break, break a big run. I think Montgomery's in that same tier. It might be really tier two of the running backs. Like, Zeke might be in that tier. It may be, you know, CMC, Dalvin, Chubb, Kamara, Derrick Henry, and then I kind of think from 6 to 16 might be a tier of guys that are getting a lot of work, but none of them seem like superstars. I may be missing somebody, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. But what did you see from Fields? He did not seem ready to take over. He didn't seem like a superstar. His passing was not good. He was like doing the the uh, Lamar Jackson thing where it's like, why don't you just step and throw? Why are you trying to like dance every single snap, which makes me worried. I'm worried about Allen Robinson. I'm I, Mooney is whatever. I'm not excited to start him, even though he got eight targets. But A Rob four targets, two for twenty four, saved a by a touchdown. I know, and it was he actually one Fields' best pass. I know. So I mean, Fields obviously didn't look that great. He could have looked better. Um, he, he ran for thirty probably, yards, which is good. He probably didn't prep to start. So I mean, knowing Chicago, they they've probably been holding him back in practice. So I mean, he probably it's probably a limited caught off guard. Not everyone's Justin Herbert, so. I'll give him that. I'll yeah. give him a week to prepare. He's not Kyler. Then, he's not even going to yeah. be like Kyler. You know, I think he's, he's got a rushing floor though. I think he's got a. I think he's got a good forty to sixty yards in him every week. So that's basically I think he could be Jalen Hurts. I mean, I think he could be rookie Jalen Hurts. Hopefully, where he runs a lot and has a couple yeah, bomb throws. And that's fair. yeah, I, that's what I'd be hopeful for. Basically, what Hurts did. Hopefully, last he year. starts this week and he's get a, gets a full week of practice in. Yeah, would you start him or Jameis Winston this week? Superflex. Who do they play? I haven't looked at matchups. I don't know. I haven't looked at matchups either. But just, just who cares? Say similar opponent with quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't think. I, are fields. there any defenses? Speaking of that, are there any defenses right now that are making you think, "Oh, I'm not starting a quarterback against them"? Because I don't really feel like even the Rams haven't really been that crazy yeah. good against quarterbacks. I mean, the only so one I, was like maybe the Steelers, but Derek Carr just lit them up. We'll get to that later. Exactly. But. Yeah. Exactly. All right. What's the next game? Next game, we have the Texans and the Browns. Tyrod actually looked really good in this game before going down with an injury. I thought this was going to be... I mean, this probably would have been a closer game with Tyrod because Davis Mills came in and looked absolutely horrible. But... Um, yeah. Tyrod Yeah, it's pretty good. crazy. It's pretty crazy to think that the Texans are not, like, really embarrassingly horrible. Not the Jaguars. But I don't really... <laughs> I don't really think we know a lot. I don't think we can learn a lot right now. I think the only two th- questions I have, Mark Ingram, where do you have him ranked? Because he's getting a lot of work. He's not doing much with it, but he's getting a lot yeah. of work. And then Brandon and Cooks, Brandon how Cooks. high do you have him? I'd probably have I don't Brandon want Cooks to play Brandon Cooks. 20s. I don't ever want to play him, but, I mean, you can't. He's got to be around 25, 14 right? 14 I mean, targets. Many, can, do I have 20 receivers ranked 25? Because that's what it feels like. That's what's so hard I mean, about wide receiver. I'm saying all of them are basically ranked like in the that. 20s. Yeah. Um, so I Cooks is a guy, too if you got to play him, go ahead. I wouldn't put too much faith in, um, oh, sweet. Devontae Adams just had a big catch. Um, Ingram, he's cheap. He's getting work. Like, if you literally have nothing else, I'd, I might play him just because he's going to see volume. Um, Brandon Cooks, it's not sexy, but, I mean, you can't argue with the volume, so... No one else had more than two targets on the team, and he's got 14. And that's with Taylor and Mills. So, I mean, we're going to see Mills start this week. We'll see what that looks like. But, I mean, Houston's just not sexy, and you knew that when you drafted them. So, I mean, anything productive out of Cooks is just plus for for probably where you drafted them at. 
Yeah, I, I'd be fine playing Cooks. Ingram I'd probably have on the bench if I really needed him when bye weeks start because I know you need somebody that might fall into the end zone. But they're doing a bunch of these weird gadget plays. Like Philip Lindsay's getting a ton of end zone or around the end zone work. David Johnson scored. Like I, I'm not super excited to play him. Kicking it over to the Browns. Baker Mayfield, 19 of 21. Played pretty well, but didn't throw a lot. Jarvis Landry went down this game. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the receiving core. I'll just mention real quick, Nick Chubb, my running back three, your top five running back. We loved him. We have him all over the place, draft him all over the place. He's just a stud. He needs more touches. Like every time he gets it, he looks like a stud. 95 yards on 11 carries, plus he has a catch. So 100 total yards and a touchdown. That's just locked and loaded. Um, Kareem Hunt got plenty of work, more carries than than Chubb. Same amount of catches. He just didn't score this game. Um, so he's right where he is, you know, in the 20s, basically. But let's talk about the receiving core. Anybody you like, and I'm going to throw out, if if Odell Beckham plays next week and Jarvis Landry doesn't, how high are you going to have Odell Beckham? I probably have Odell where we had him going into the season. Top 20. I'd have him top 20, like 18, 19, 20 range. Just locked yeah. and loaded. I mean, that's about it's where no we Landry. had him. Maybe a few, maybe yep. a few slots higher just because Landry's out. But... Um, I hope he comes back just in this sm- – I have him way too much. <laughs> I need to play him. Um, so anybody else that you're even considering in the passing game? And if Odell doesn't come back, Baker's a sit, right? Yeah, I wouldn't play Baker. I mean, you're not going to get touchdowns from Baker. So, like, unless you're in a crazy, like – They play I mean, the, the Bears, normal is, like, way. 25 yards a point. Um, if you're in, like, a crazy pass-per-completion league or, like, 20 yards – Per point, like maybe, but like Baker's just not gonna get the touchdown volume you want to start at quarterback. He's a QB two in like super flex, not startable in one QB. All right, what's the next one? Rams and Colts. All right, so the Rams win this one. Stafford, good game, not as good as the last time. Nineteen to thirty, he's fine. He's still a top twelve quarterback. I'll take a victory lap on Cooper Cup. I know we have a bet on him versus Robert Woods. I think I've already won it. Nine for 163 and two is just insane. Are you worried about Woods or do you think he's still a locked in wide receiver too is first question. Second question, Daryl Henderson. I was taking notes during this game basically and I'm like, he is locked in the running back one, no competition, and he looks really good. 53 yards on 13 carries and a touchdown, three catches, 30 yards, basically in three quarters of play. Then he hurts his ribs. Sony Michelle comes in, actually looks pretty good. So we're going to have to follow. If Henderson's not hurt, I think he's a top 15 running back. Um, if he is hurt, where do you have Sony? And where do you have Woods, basically, are the two Rams questions. Sony's worth an ad for sure. I mean, we don't know what's going on with Henderson. And then with running backs, they're probably getting hit in their ribs all the time. So with it probably being a pain tolerance thing, I could see him being in and out of some games and Sony just getting more work in general or them holding him out a week or two to properly get healed up. So, I mean, Sony's worth worth an ad for sure this week on the waivers if he's there. Uh, I'm not worried about Robert Woods. The volume's there. The target's there. It's just everything's breaking Cup's way right now. So, um, I think Woods, if, if the targets weren't there, if it was a whole different thing and, like, Woods was blending in with uh, Van Jefferson or someone like that, then sure. But like he's still separated from them. The targets are consolidated basically between Woods and, and Cup. So I think Woods will have his fair share of games, but right now it's just Cup having the blow-ups. 
All right, and if we kick it over to the Colts, man, really sad because Wentz is hurt. We're going to have to follow Again. that. My boy, Michael Pittman, dude, who I was all in, started in two leagues week one, blows up eight for 123 on 12 targets. Zach Paschal scores a touchdown. Tell me what you think about the pass catchers. We don't want anybody if Wentz is hurt. Eason looked horrible, um, but uh, Tanya scored a touchdown. Um, so Wentz, Wentz is hurt. We don't want anybody. So just talk about what you think about uh, Jonathan Taylor. Do you have him in that? I kind of have him in the same tier we talked about, Mixon, David Montgomery, Antonio Gibson, Swift, like Josh Jacobs. I have a huge kind of tier there. I think Taylor's with them. I do not think he's on that top tier. Some people do. Where do you have Taylor? And then what do you think about the pass catchers? Pittman, Pascal, um, where are they kind of ranked? They're got to be a wide receiver three for Pittman, four for Pascal. Pascal's just not a household name, but I do think he's a wide receiver two on that team, uh, clearly behind Yeah, but Pittman. how high? What does that put him in actual rankings? Four like he can't be or, top forty or further. He he can't. Yeah, be, he's he can't not be a top, top forty receiver. No, no, no way. Um, I'd have Taylor maybe in the high teens. Um, I don't think he's going to be like the league winner that everyone hyped him up to be all season, especially if Wentz is out. I mean, if this is what he looks like with Wentz, uh, I don't want to see what he looks like without Wentz. So, um, I think Taylor's in for a long season he's gonna he's gonna have his games he's gonna have his blow-up games but i think he's gonna have to grind for like every point it's not gonna be easy for him to just show up and be rb1 every week all right what's the next one next game bills and dolphins we don't have to spend much time here uh tua got hurt like yeah tua being hurt do you have any interest in brissette as a streamer and how dead is everybody if Tua's out i mean if i if i'm in two qb and i need a second quarterback just to play snaps i'd pick up Brissett, but outside of that wouldn't touch him i think two of my they might hold two out a week or two it's just bruised ribs so it's just pain um usually some quarterbacks even just play through that just put on like a flak jacket or something but um, i could see them being a little bit cautious maybe holding him out yeah he seems like it's not going to be a huge deal and a huge injury but we may take one week off from the dolphins i think everybody's dead without tua um, Josh and Allen. The Bills look scared. I mean, they don't look not that great. blowing up for yeah, a thirty-five about, to zero win. Like this didn't look that great in the stat books. What do you think about Devin Singletary? Do you believe it? Do you have what range do you have? Because to me, he's still a running back no. in the thirties. He's not yeah. a top twenty-four running back. He to broke me. a long I'm run, which is going to happen every now and then. I mean, but you take the forty-six and a touch away from him, he's got twelve carries for forty yards, which is a Devin Singletary game. So. He broke a long run, happened to score a touchdown. So outside of that, I'm not really touching anyone in this offense except for Diggs and Allen and like maybe Yeah, Moss. I saw people saying they're worried about Diggs. And I'm, I'm like, in a crappy either. game, he goes four for 60 and a touchdown. I'm happy about that. Like, give me that all day, yeah. eight targets. So Moss, you trust Moss, eight carries? Like, he fell in the end zone twice. I don't, I don't I want just anything think to do If you're him. looking for a running back for like the back of the roster, I'd rather have him than Singletary. All right, what's next? Patriots, Jets, your boy Zach Wilson throwing four picks. So I think one thing we can learn from this is we definitely want to start the defense opposite of the Jets. I think we can agree there. The two questions I have. Michael Carter actually looked pretty good. I think for us it'll be something to keep an eye on. What do you think there? Actually, Ty Johnson didn't look bad either. Um, I'd like Tevin Coleman to just go away so it's just the two of them and whoever's the hot hand maybe has a good game. And do you believe in Braxton Berrios? And no. what are you doing with Corey Davis and his two catches for eight yards? 
Barrios is a no. Like, he's a cross-off. I agree with you there. But what are you doing with Corey Davis? Corey Davis, I think, I mean, the stars kind of Corey align Davis, in this game. Here's better. Corey Davis or Zach Pascal? Corey Davis. I think it's close, but I think Corey Davis edges him out. I think Corey going, Davis in, or going against the Patriots, um, obviously all offseason, all training camp, and even in week one, Corey Davis was uh, Zach Wilson's like security blanket, if you will. Um, and I think Belichick just took that away from him. Like, I think three of his picks were like targeting Corey Davis. So uh, I don't know if he did that on purpose, or uh, that's just what I noticed. Uh, every time he threw to Corey Davis in the beginning of the game, it was a pick. So um, maybe a, a steep learning curve there for the rookie or just got out coached um, defensively. But um, I think in have, the future, Corey Davis or, or Michael Pittman? Ooh, that's close. I mean, Corey Davis. Is, have, if Wentz is out, but I rather have I rather have Pittman. Oh yeah, yeah. If yeah. Wentz is if Wentz, if Wentz is, is in, fine. I'd rather have Pittman. I'd rather have Sterling Shepard. I'd rather have most of the guys we've talked about today over Corey Davis. Um, all right, let's kick it over to the Patriots. Mac Jones looked fine. He doesn't look like a world beater. He looks like on good days he can look like Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan. On bad days, he's just going to be a whatever type of quarterback who throws for 186 yards and no touchdowns. Um, the more important things to talk about to me, the two guys I love coming out of this game are Damian Harris and James White. James White, 11 touches, six catches, 65 yards of touchdown, was involved everywhere. It seems like Matt Jones is going to target him. Damian Harris, to me, is a tick below the guys we've been talking about, the Montgomery mixing. He's a tick below them, but I think I'd rather have him than Kareem Hunt. I'd rather have him than Chase Edmonds. I'd rather have Damian. He's right around probably like 21, 22 for me, somewhere in that range as far as running back goes. And James White, I think, is a top 30 running back, especially in PPR, might be closer to top 25. What do you think? Yeah. Like James White or Chase Edmonds? Answer me that. I think they're like dead even. Maybe I think they'd James probably White be above. The, I, yeah, I would say maybe James White, but I think that's a fair, fair question. They're going to get the same workload. I just feel like the Cardinals. I, I mean, we haven't seen Cardinals in like a positive game. I mean, I guess they actually did blow a Titans week one, but um, they're not going to. Yeah, really but they're run not the going to use Edmonds for that. Yeah, they're yeah, not going to do that with Edmonds. They're going to pound Connor into the line, and and Edmonds will get his touches to like keep the running game there, and then the targets in the passing game. So. Yeah, I mean, him and James White, that's a fair question. I'd probably give the edge to James White just because no matter what, I think he's going to be a focal point of the offense. Um, yeah, Bill Belichick Edmonds, has a little Edmonds piece of paper in like his pocket. is just like a complimentary piece as far as the Cardinals he, go. He's got a piece of paper in his pocket that says James White no matter what. Um, I mean, all right, any pass catchers Any pass catchers you like on the Patriots, Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, any of them that you want to start, or are they all like a try not to throw up when you put them in yeah. a deep lineup? They're all just a blob of like, if someone catches a touchdown and you started them, you'll be happy. But if not, you'll you'll probably be kicking yourself. All right, next game, 49ers-Eagles. Next Eagles. game, 49ers-Eagles, yep. So one thing I've learned, and I bet it this week in a bunch of DraftKings lineups, I wouldn't mind at all playing the defense opposite of the 49ers. Do you agree with that? As long as Jimmy G's starting, I mean, that's yeah. That's not I don't think they're bad. like a super explosive offense, and I think they're going to turn the ball over. Talk a little bit about the running game. Tell me what you told me at uh, when you were at my house earlier today. 
um, so people can know just how gross it is. And just so you know, like all these gross hurt running backs, they ran the ball 38 times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven Jimmy people G had carried 11 the ball. Carries. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. But seven people carried the ball. Six running backs ran the ball for the 49ers. Nobody had more than 50 yards. Elijah Mitchell had a touchdown call back. He's hurt. Jamichael Hasty's hurt. Trey Sermon's hurt. Everybody's hurt. What are you doing with this running game? I honestly don't know. Um, I was I was talking to you about picking up Duke Johnson because they brought him in for a workout today. Um, and one other it's just running so back. gross. He sucks. I mean, it's yeah. so speculative. He's not even signed yet. It's so gross. But I mean, but before that, the that's season the state started, of this running back. Before the season started, you half these people didn't even know who Elijah Mitchell is. So, I mean, and you probably just blew all your fab on him last week. So, I think I'd if we get any bit free. of clarity. If we get any bit of clarity that there's only one or two running backs, you want one of them, right? I mean, we trust this yeah. running game. We want the a running piece of game it. is going to be no matter who it is. It could be me or you. If we're playing running back, you probably want one of us in fantasy football. Um, All right, how high, how high do you have Debo Samuel ranked in your wide receiver rankings? I'd, if Ayuk is like just really not going to be involved, like I, I feel like he's hurt. Dead, dead, and, dude. Yeah, Jennings, like guy, a guy named Jennings and Sherfield are getting more targets than him. Yeah, I don't know if that his injury is still Sanu lingering. Got the, got the end zone target. Like it's so gross. Yeah, if his injury is not lingering and he's just like gonna be this involved all season, I probably have Debo as like a high twenties receivers, along with everyone else we've probably already mentioned before. No, I got, definitely I got above, him definitely late above teams. Shepherd, definitely above Tyler Boyd, everyone else you've asked me about. Probably a I've got little him bit like right above with, Woods. I've got him with like Godwin, Mike Evans. I've got him with those guys. Like I think he's every bit as much upside and probably safer than them because any week they can be the odd man out. I have him like in the fifteen to nineteen range. It's crazy. Hey, Kittle's I love not them a top already. five tight end. Also, that's my take from. I this. think he is. Oh, I, I don't think, think he, he finishes in the top five. Oh, I don't know about that, but like, tell me five tight ends you'd be more excited to start than uh, him. You'd rather that. start Pitts yeah, over him, but like, I rather start Pitts over him. Yes. I don't know, man. I mean, obviously Kelsey and Waller, but and after Hawkinson's that, I mean, like I, getting oh there. yeah, Hawkinson. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But then it's Andrews and Pitts. I mean, he's in the tier with Andrews and Pitts. I think I'd rather have Hawkinson than him, though. You're right about that. Which All puts right, them at over to the Eagles five six. Are, yeah. yeah. Are you uh, still excited about Jalen Hurts? He ran for 82 yards and a touchdown. Did not look good passing the ball. Um, so we'll start there, and then we'll talk about their receivers. Any receivers you want on this team? Because to me, it's really scary because I play Devonta Smith in a couple leagues. Yeah, Devonta Smith, two catches, sixteen yards on seven it's targets. Seven that's targets, crazy. though. I mean, that's that's. I think Hurts sucked this game. That's the problem. He yeah. looked bad. I still like Hurts. Fair enough. Forty uh, ers defense is kind of tough. So, um, I won't, and then also it's a small sample size, so I won't put too much faith in this. I I do like the fact that he's got the rushing ability, so. I'm willing to still try him out there one more time um, if I have him in a league. And then Devontae Smith's probably the only pass catcher I'd rely on, but I'd, I probably I wouldn't I start him start after him. this. I wouldn't start him after this, but I, I would like kick him to the bench. But I, I wouldn't like drop and him. And we already we already talked enough about Sanders. He's in that tier. He's going to get a lot of work. It's just whether or not he scores. Um, and Hurts may steal some touchdowns from him. 
All right, next game, Steelers-Raiders, Derek Carr, 382 yards. Question for this week about the quarterbacks. And I'll just use my own league so we can get like a real-life league type of who you're streaming at quarterback this week. Matt Ryan, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, if you want to know the matchups, if it's close and you'd base it off matchups, let me know. But who's kind of the streaming quarterback you'd pick out of that group? Probably be between Carr and Kirk Cousins. I agree. Cousins has the Seahawks this week, and Derek Carr has the Miami Dolphins. I think I'm leaning Cousins. Yeah, I'd probably go Cousins. I think they'd, if Tua's not playing, I think the Raiders are just going to have one of those games where they're able to run the ball and just get their have their way with Miami. All right, running game here. Is there anybody you want? I think if Jacobs is dead, you don't want to touch any of these guys. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. But they signed Peyton Barber off the street and just gave him 13 carries. Like, no thanks. I don't want any running back. Maybe even with Jacobs. Like, it wasn't that great week one either. I mean, he got the two touchdowns. Oh, I'll but take like, Jacobs, though. But he gets all the work and the goal line work. I mean, I still think he's startable. Um, he's startable, He's in the Damian Harris. That, he's kind of like in the Damian Harris. I'd rather have him than Damian Harris, but he's in that range to me. Um, especially if this offense is going to look this good. Wide receivers. Okay, Waller is where he is. We still have him locked in at tight end, too. It doesn't bother us that much that he didn't go for 180 yards or whatever on 20 targets. But talk about anybody else you'd want. Ruggs, Renfro, even Drake in the passing game, Edwards, anybody else that you'd want to start. Ruggs, if, like, I needed a ceiling play. Like, it's always good to have, He's like, like a flex in a deep yeah. league. A three-wide receiver you, deep league, he might be a flex. If you have, like, three flexes, I always like to put one guy in there that's, like, a pretty good, like, long shot. Because if he hits, then, like, nothing else matters, kind of. Um, yeah. So, I like Ruggs, but, like, no one else is consistent enough to consider. I mean, Renfro, they look good from, like, a real NFL perspective, but, like... It could be Ren for one week, could be Edwards the next, could be Sneed. Foster Moreau caught like a dirty touchdown. So it's like, could be really any of those guys. I want Waller, who's getting all the targets. And I want Rugg, who's the Ruggs, who's going to, can catch a 60 yard touchdown pass at any given point. Those are the two guys I would, I'd want to play. All right. The Steelers offense sucks. I don't want oh. Roethlisberger. Um, Deontay Johnson no. was the clear number one hurt at the end of the game. If he's out, I think like, it makes Claypool hurt. and. If Claypool and Juju, um, they shoot way up the rankings, top 25 wide receivers if Johnson's out, I think, even with Sucky Ben because they're just going to throw a lot. I'm worried about Najee Harris. I think he is between the two tiers. I don't think he's in that top tier, but I'd probably still have him a tick above um, that tier of the guys that get a lot of work, but it's just because I think I'm in on him. Um, He plays like 90-plus percentage of the snap every week, of the snaps every week. He caught a lot of ball, or he caught a lot. He got five targets, five catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown there, so he was involved in the passing game. What are you thinking about Najee, basically? Let's focus on that for your answer here. For him running the ball, I think he's in for a long season. Their offensive line is awful. Um, He's getting hit at the line. If he's not going down at the line of scrimmage, like he's getting hit like as soon as he's getting the ball pretty much every carry this game. Um, His receiving day really bailed him out uh this week and he was able to you know stretch and hit the pylon for that touchdown uh catch that he had um the volume might bail him out from week to week um the fact that he's involved in the receiving game is always always a good thing so i think he's 
he's not in a good situation, but he's got a lot of outs. He's got the carries, he's got the volume, and he's got he, there's no one like pushing him for any part of his job. So like that's the one thing he's probably got going for for him. Um, the offensive line is a problem. Ben's noodle arm is a problem, and then getting the wide receivers in the passing game. Uh, it's the three wide receivers and him basically, and maybe like Fryermuth. So. Um, there could be games where he doesn't get any of those targets, but he still gets 20 carries on the ground. And depending on if you catch a good, the line on a good day could be all right. Or there could be days like, like the yesterday where he's getting five targets and he's catching all five of them and putting up 43 in a touch. So, I mean, that's a, that's a hundred and, or that's, that's 12 points right there just in receiving, not even factoring in his ground game. So he's got a lot of outs, uh, it's not going to be a routine RB1 top of the tier every week. I think it's a it's a possibility, but I don't think it's an every week thing. Speaking of tier 1 RB1s, kick it over to the New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers. How worried are you about Alvin Kamara? And I think we are not starting any other Saints. I think you're not starting any other Saints. I'm probably still going to start Jameis in some lineups and Superflex, but... Outside of, of potentially Jameis, no other pass catchers are we interested in. Are you at all worried about Kamara? I mean, this offense looked pretty bad yesterday. I'm not worried about Kamara as an individual, but he's a product of the offense, and the offense looks pretty bad. So even him being the focal point and you know all the volume supposed to be going his way still didn't look great. I mean, they ran the ball. He ran the ball eight times for five yards and had six targets for four catches and 25 yards. So, like, 30 total yards. You still Not have him great. top five, though? I still have him top five. They put up another week like this, that's when I'm going to start dropping them. Because uh, okay. right now, it's like, I don't know if they were good week one and the Packers were bad, and I don't know if they were just bad week two and the Panthers were good. Like So, given that it's just two games, I'm not going to go crazy, but they have another week like this where they just look abysmal i'm gonna start dropping them just because the situation okay uh a running back we're not dropping is christian mccaffrey still locked at number one, 130 yards six catches or five catches 24 carries a touchdown locked in darnold looked good i feel like we are right on him like we didn't have him as top 12 and i don't think he's top 12 but he's definitely playable in Superflex. i've got him in a couple super flex leagues and i love it really wanted him in our our auction league didn't get him DJ Moore, I think, is locked as their wide receiver one. He looked so good, and I love it. I hope he keeps getting fed. Two questions I have. If you have Christian McCaffrey, would you waste a roster spot on Chuba Hubbard? I'm not saying, um, I'm not saying like, oh, would you handcuff him? I'm saying like legitimately, if you had to drop a guy like Henry Ruggs or something like that to pick him up to handcuff Christian McCaffrey, would you do it in a regular redraft league? And would you drop Robbie Anderson? I would not add Chuba Hubbard. I think if Christian McCaffrey goes down, yeah, there's going to be volume for the next guy in line to get, but he's not going to be Christian McCaffrey. His stat lines are not going to be close to Christian McCaffrey. I mean, even Christian McCaffrey struggles on the ground. It's not like Christian McCaffrey's running for like 150 yards every game. He had 24 carries for 72 yards. I don't think he went over 100 I mean, he might have been close last week, but his his strength is the receiving game. He it's because he almost catches for a hundred and almost runs for a hundred every single game. So like you're never gonna see, you rarely see like triple digits, uh, 
from him running the ball. And that's what Chuba Hubbard is going to be. I mean, he can catch in his own right, but he's not going to be a Christian McCaffrey level receiver. And he's not going to be gashing people in the running game. So, and yes, I would drop Robbie Anderson. All right. Broncos, Jaguars. Jaguars are the worst team in the league, I think. So target teams that play against them. Teddy looked amazing again. He's just, I mean, not amazing like Kyler amazing, just super solid. Like Kirk Cousins level. Like he looks like a top 15 quarterback. I think that's playing against them a little too much. I would say top 20. (laughs) It's not fun playing against him. So a couple things I want to talk about. Javante to me looks way better than Melvin Gordon, but I think he came up gimping at some point. Um, I think he's going to be okay, but he looks way better. And it is a dead even 50-50 split. Nobody else involved. So tell me where you have them kind of ranked as the running backs. And then, while I'd like to take a victory lap on Tim Patrick, 3 for 37 and a touchdown, I have to take the L on Cortland Sutton by far being the number one. Nine for 159 and 12 targets. Like, wow. If you went and picked up either one of those guys, or Sutton was owned in most leagues, but after the Jerry Judy injury and Fant, four for 33 and a touchdown. So it's like everybody in this passing game is working. I'll take all of them at this point. Um, So talk about the receivers a little bit, and then tell me about the running backs. Where do you have them ranked? Because people have to make these decisions with these two running backs. They're on the cusp of being starters. Yeah, I have Javante over... Melvin Gordon didn't like Melvin Gordon coming into the season, but I mean, you know, they're going to use both of them for most of the season. Uh, later on in the season, wouldn't shock me one bit if Javante was out touching Melvin 75 to 25% uh, in Javante's favor. So um, I want the younger guy going forward. I want the better looking guy going forward. I think Melvin's on his way out. So um, might have to be a little patient, but uh, eventually Javante's in a, take over that role and if teddy keeps things rolling then um i don't think any of i mean melvin broke that one touchdown last week and no one scored this week so i mean outside of that long touchdown run there hasn't been a lot of goal on work it appears so um but i would still want javante there i think Javante's the much thicker where do you have them though i think i both have them like around right running back 30 i don't think they're like cracking the top 20 for me at this point maybe Mid to late twenties. Who would you rather have, have Edmonds or Javante? Javante? I'd rather have Edmonds right now. Um, I think it's pretty close, but they're both in the twenty-five to thirty range. Not Javante and Melvin are chips passing in the night. I think Melvin's there and he's going backwards or slightly, and then Javante's inching his way up. So um, I think it'll just be a matter of time until they're you know ten ranking spots apart. Eventually, by the end of the season. Is there anyone on the Jaguars you want to start? To me, the answer is no. Superflex, I'll close my eyes and start Trevor potentially, but I don't I'll, like yeah, it. That's and, where I'm at. Trevor, that's about and, it. Marvin and James Jones. Robinson. James Robinson I have behind Javante and Melvin at if, this point. If you caught a bunch of like bad injury luck or like drafted your team earlier or like we're in a wasn't an auction league and spent all your money and spent a dollar like on Marvin Jones, like and that's just what you're stuck with, then I'd play Marvin Jones, but I wouldn't go out of my way to play anyone on the Jaguars, no. All right, and the exact opposite, if we kick it over to my team, Tampa Bay Bucks against the Falcons, start Brady, start Gronk, start Godwin, start Evans. We're all in agreement there. Not a lot of analysis needed. And Brown. Leonard Fournette, uh, Antonio Brown. So that's what I was going to say. The two questions are Leonard Fournette and Antonio Brown. We're not starting Ronald Jones. He's close to cuttable, I think. I think you would cut him. 
Um, but talk about Fournette and Antonio Brown. To me, Fournette is not really playable. I have him behind James White. I have him behind Melvin and Javante. He's in the 35 to 40. He's like with Zach Moss to me um, yeah, as far fair. as Leonard Fournette. And then, but tell me what you think about Antonio Brown. Your boy blew up week one, down to earth week two. Are you starting him every week, or is he more like a Henry Ruggs type where it's like shoot the moon if you want to try? Where do you kind of have him? Yeah, that's a good characterization. The, the, he, I think he falls in that Ruggs category, that ceiling. You know, you could end up with a week like last week, or you could end up with a week like this week. Um, it's just a matter of how the offense is flowing. I think... Obviously, Gronkowski is heavily involved in the red zone. So I think out of all these guys, touchdown-wise, I think he's you're starting him every week in hopes for at least one touchdown. You're not going to get two every week like we've been spoiled with. Um, and then I I think Evans and Godwin are probably the next two best options for that touchdown. And then Antonio Brown, if they get into a shootout like they did with, with the Cow. I mean, they put up 48 points, but a lot of the, they're it was like a they had a pick pick six. Um, I think Evans had two like one yard touchdowns. So um, a lot of goal line red zone stuff. Nothing huge like Antonio Brown's touchdown from week one. So all right. So if we kick it over to the Falcons now, Matt Ryan, Boomer Bust, not excited to start him right around quarterback twenty for me. Um, Pitts, we already talked about. Ridley, are you worried at all? He did have 10 targets, 7 catches, 63 yards, and a touchdown. Are you worried at all about Ridley? And then talk about this running game. Like, I, I don't think I want Mike Davis. I think I have him, like, with Leonard Fournette almost. Like, I, I, I do not want to play him. I'm trying to sell him if anybody still thinks he's a locked-in, like, stud running back or number one locked-in loaded running back on his team. I think Patterson is eating into his playing time more and more every week. Patterson looked good too, receiving out of the back side, uh, backfield. Ended up with fifty yards. He always yards and a, flashes. And a pretty good touch. I mean, I know I'm a Vikings fan. I know you don't got to tell me about Cordero. Well, he Patterson. was a good, but he was a good waiver pickup that you mentioned last week. I think he yeah. would have been a good waiver pickup. I picked him up, and I didn't want him, and I picked him up in a league just because of that. And I'm happy about it. People are making me. It's a dynasty league, and people are making me offers for him. Not good yeah. offers, but they're making offers. I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> I'm not worried about Calvin so, Ridley. You still have top twelve. Eh, I think so. I think maybe, I do. Maybe, I think I got him yeah, top twelve. Like fringe, but I'm not worried about him. He's gonna. He's do you the have Cooper one. Cup top twelve right now? I mean, you I have think to, kill, right? Kill me if I didn't. All right, good. Yeah, I was gonna like. You have to admit when you're wrong sometimes, and you were just low on him. You had him like twenty five or something. I just had. Him I mean, I didn't. Years. I loved him. I, I loved him, and I just didn't have him top 12. I think I had him 13 or 14. But, I mean, he's got to be top 12 now for everybody. Him, him and Stafford, you can't – I mean, white boys eating breakfast together, right? Isn't that what you said? <laughs> you can't underestimate that. Can't um, underestimate white people eating brunch together. It's a bond. All right. The, uh, the game that was the most miserable of the week for me was the Cowboys and the Chargers. I was so excited about it. I had everybody yeah. everywhere. They had like um, took Dak three was, touchdowns and like 200 yards away from Herbert. <laughs> Dak and Herbert were still in on. They're still top 10 quarterbacks. We're still playing them every week. CD Lamb, super stud, top 12 wide receiver. We're playing them every week. Keenan Allen, super stud, playing them every week. Here are the main guys I want to talk about. Zeke and Tony Pollard. Just give us your analysis there of what you're doing. Amari Cooper kind of came up gimpy, hurt. Are you at all worried about him? So we'll start with that for the Cowboys. 
Yeah, Mari Cooper was bruised ribs. Um, I think that's a little bit easier to play through as a wide receiver, so I think he should be fine. Might be a little sluggish for a week or two, but I think he'll be fine. Pollard and Zeke, uh, I kind of just view them kind of just like in a similar light now, whereas like I thought Zeke was in for a monster season, but um, I think Pollard physically is better than Zeke, but I think the Cowboys are still probably giving giving them like 60-40 split. So, I mean, the volume leans a little bit more into... Uh, Zeke's do you think favor? Pollard's playable? Like, do you yes. th- do you have Pollard him? is definitely who, playable. Who would you rather play, Pollard or James Robinson? Pollard. I think so too. Who would you rather play, Pollard or James White? Pollard. Close, but Pollard. Yeah, I I think it's close too, but I I think I'm going to start playing Pollard in a couple leagues where I have him. I it's, have it's nothing pretty to lose in, in our auction league. I might just throw him out there in my flex. All right, tell me what you're feeling about Austin Eckler. The pass catching. I don't came think he's around. a top twelve running back. I don't, but he's not I a don't top think 12 he's running back. Top twelve, but I mean he did get nine nine for nine in the passing game. So that's something that was missing from week one. Yeah. He had some pretty he's dirty in catches. With the, he's in with the Mixon, Swift, you know, Sanders. He's in with that group to me. He's not with I think the, he's towards the, the top front tier. of that towards the front of that group. Okay. In full PPR, yeah, I'll agree with yeah. you. And then we can take our victory lap once again on Mike Williams. Mike We're playing. Williams. Is he a top 24? Is he a top 24 wide receiver for you? Oh, yeah. I for I sure. think Yeah, I think I think I love him, dude. I just this <laughs> offense is so good. All right. Let's kick it now to the Titans Seahawks. What a wild game. Derrick Henry scores a billion points, winning people everywhere, leagues everywhere. Tannehill, another disappointing overall game. I mean, he threw it 40 times, had 300 yards, no touchdowns. Are you at all worried about it? And then forget about Derrick Henry. We they took about it him. back. That and, Julio, well, that yeah, Julio, Julio catch was yeah, a touchdown. And then talk about Julio and A.J. Brown. Only two guys really were considering. Where do you have them ranked? Uh, I'd I'd have Julio and Brown probably back to back. Um, they they both kind of sucked week one. I mean, actually AJ Brown got a touchdown pass, but Julio Where do you have disappeared like around fifteen. Yeah, around fifteen, probably back to back. Maybe I might have a Julio uh, a slot or two above AJ Brown, but mid teens. Ridley or these two guys. Ridley. I agree. He's just gonna get fed. But I mean, and and these two is just pick your pick your poison, and then you can have you can have Julio that goes for a buck twenty eight, and then AJ Brown who's like dropping like the easiest catch. He said he had a family member tell him he couldn't catch COVID uh, <laughs> on Twitter. That was pretty uh, funny. But all right, Russell Wilson top five quarterback for us. No need to talk about him. Chris Carson top twenty four uh, running back. He had a Josh Jacobs type line, thirteen for thirty one and two touchdowns. Um, Let's kick it to the receivers, though. Gerald Everett, two targets, one catch. Uh, uh, Disley, zero targets. Did he play? Did Disley even play? I don't remember even seeing him out there. Who cares? Yeah. This is like the the Hallmark Seahawks loss where, like, but, but, Russ is so cooking. How high it looks you... like they should be dominating, and then they just lose. I know you like game. Lockett. But do you really think he's like a top twelve wide receiver? Would you take him or Ridley no, at this not, point? Not on this okay. season. Like I, mean, I think you know he's, he's with. But I do kind of. Th- I'm, I'm the Lockett guy that doesn't love him. I kind of think he's with Julio and AJ Brown 
in season long, not in dynasty, but season long, I oh, think he's right yeah. around 15, 16, 17, that range. Like with this kind of upside, I think he's in that range. He's everyone likes to characterize him as like boomer bust, but like he's not. I mean, I mean, he is kind of, but but I think he he's kind in that of robust, range with but I think his floor is still safe. Like he has games where he has two catches for 15 yards somehow, but he's like it's not like he's getting those two targets and just those two catches. Like if, if, if he has a bust, like something went wrong for him. All right. Here's a good question. Completely bust. DK Metcalf or Lockett. I'll take Lockett on the season. I think I'm still going to take DK going here forward. Now that we've seen Lockett's two blow up games, I'll still, but they're close, man. Like I have DK <laughs> probably 13, Lockett's just range, smooth like just he's always uh, he's, yeah. I feel like he's either always open even he and like Russ the short are the intermediate pair. and the bottom. He and Russ yeah, are just the perfect. perfect pair. They're like mind meld. All right, let's kick it to Sunday night football. Chiefs and Raven or uh, yeah, Chiefs and Ravens. Pat Mahomes obviously fun. starting. Kelsey obviously start always. Any other pass catchers for Kansas City? And I I know you're not worried about Tyreek Hill, so I don't even need to ask. Any other pass catchers for Kansas City you're interested in? And where do you have Clyde Edwards-Alaire? Not interested in any other pass catching options on the Chiefs. Although I agree, it did seem like Pringle and Hardman were involved a lot last night. But two, that could two I mean, targets Tyre- for Pringle, dude. No way. He had one play. Hardman, right, I agree. Just he the was same. involved. Hardman and Hardman was Demarcus involved. Robinson. Sorry. They're all the bit. same guy to me. Yeah, they are. They're like yeah. the they're like the Packers with like MVS, Lazard, and like just three guys. Like I just don't want anything to do with really. Where do you have Edwards Hilaire? Compare him to Damian Harris to Kareem Hunt. After um, after Damian Harris after Hunt. I think so too. Man, he just doesn't look involved. Like I realize he has thirteen uh, carries, but like he just doesn't seem like he's His even there. His whole thing is just situational. Like it's like he's not good. It's just that he's a running back. He's the running back on the on. And the I feel Chiefs. like we and were like, in I think on I that said that a couple weeks ago. We were in yeah, on that. I mean, from everyone the was. But there are people know. that loved him a lot more than us. They loved him. We have as a him in zero dynasty leagues us. combined. Zero yeah. dynasty leagues combined. That's how you know I we don't were right about him anywhere. I have him in one yeah, redraft league. I got him in the fourth round. One redraft league. So, I mean, and that's just this year taking a chance on him. All right, after that fumble, I mean, Reed's not the kind of coach to completely banish a guy, but, I mean, that's a tough look. All you have to do is hold on to the ball. All right, Ravens, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, locked in starters. The guys I want to talk about. First, let's get get to the receivers. Hollywood Brown, how high do you have him? Sammy Watkins, is he at all startable to you? Compare Sammy Watkins, Pascal, that kind of range. Is that where you have Sammy Watkins? And how high do you have Hollywood? Because no. you are not Sammy, a believer. Sammy, Sammy further back. Um, Hollywood's good. I mean, he was he was finding holes in the Chiefs' offense. Like he was just always open. And and Lamar put like some wobbly ducks on him, but he's just sitting there, always open. So I mean, I don't know if if he got better at his route running. I mean, he's I haven't just looked always at like good, any... dude. He's just good. I mean, I've always liked him. You've just always been down. What do you think? Like, I have him way yeah. above Ruggs. Who would you rather have, him or Ruggs? I'd rather have Hollywood over Ruggs. What about him don't have or Darren Sterling Shepard? What about him or Sterling Shepard? Probably Hollywood. I agree, which means we have him like late 20s, early 30s. Like, that's pretty high. That's... That's gross. I'd rather have Mike Williams. What do you think is going to happen when Bateman comes back? Because um, I don't think he's coming back for a while, and I think he's going to be slow coming back. My opinion. Okay, 
I think he's what they're... I mean, they said it on the broadcast. I, I don't think he's coming like back next what, week. No, or not after, next week. After but, next week But if whatever. he comes back, I think he changes the offense because they they do miss, like... Mark Andrews looked kind of slow and just sluggish. I mean, he is a tight oh, end, so I'm not fine. expecting him to... But like they do, like if they can find an intermediate like route runner that like Bateman was in college and that's just always open like just like a like an X receiver that they can just like funnel targets to, um, I think that would open up Andrews and Hollywood a lot more uh, going forward. So I'm curious to see what happens when he comes back. Maybe worth like a waiver wire ad because he's on IR, so you could probably put him in your IR spot now and then hold him for a couple more weeks. So all right, let's. Uh, get to what everybody wants to know, running backs. What did you see when you watched, and what do you think is going to happen going forward? Tyson Williams is the most explosive one on By the team. By far the best. He, By far he the best running so back. He looks so fast, so good, so explosive whenever he's getting the ball. Latavius Murray does what Latavius Murray has done for like the last four years, like fall forward and a bruiser. I could see him getting like goal line. I could see Tyson wearing uh, or losing goal line carries to Latavius Murray, but outside of that, like – there's no reason for Freeman or Picard, isn't that a fullback? Yeah. To be involved like in the right. I know. Game, I wish those they, Freeman two know. carries just would go elsewhere. But yeah. he, he had his long was thirty one yards and he finished with twenty nine yards. So you can you can take a guess. And how Tyson that went Williams should have had that touchdown, but like he's the one to own. And then I'd play Latavius if you're hoping for maybe like a, a five yard touchdown run, five yard or less touchdown run. Aaron Jones has four touchdowns this game. That's insane. Um, all right, so that's basically all we need to know as far as the Ravens go. I'll give a quick trade of the week before we get to our waivers. Um, I traded Noah Fant, Debo Samuel, and I'm blanking, and Saquon Barkley for Antonio Gibson, Darren Waller, and Damian Harris. So we think it's a win for me, even though it didn't look that great this week. Let's let's get to waivers. Remember, remind everybody who we had last week on waivers. I don't. I'm missing. I think two of yours, but mine were um, Elijah Mitchell, dead giveaway. Uh, I had Rondell Moore, victory lap there. I had Terrence Marshall, didn't look great this week for me. Uh, Kenny Gainwell, who was, I mean, all right, and then Cordero Patterson, who you might be putting in claims for this week. So Rondell Moore, Cordero Patterson, and the obvious of Elijah Mitchell were my hits. You had Tim Patrick, who I'd I'd count as a hit. You had Jameis, you had Mark Ingram, and I I don't I forgot your last two. I had Elijah Mitchell was my number one. Um, I can't remember who my number two was, but let's get to this week. Um, and I am going to just start with. Um, I, I guess I'll just start at five because some minor repeats. Because when I looked, I only still have available. four, and I don't have mine. I only have four and I don't have mine ranked. So okay, so I'll start with I'll start with mine and we'll just kind of go back and forth. And because I'm starting with Cordero Patterson, I, I think he could easily take that job, and he's still owned in less than thirty percent of leagues in ESPN. I'll take that as a compliment. Right. Um, my fourth one is going to be Davis Mills. If you're in two quarterback, Ugh. Uh, pick it up, see what you got. It's a long Ugh. shot, but. They're hard to come by in two All right, my next one is Tim Patrick, who's still under 30% owned. I talked about him last week. He's still available. I would still go get him all day long. I got him and started him in a bunch of leagues, and I was very happy. Who's your number three? All right. My three is going to be K.J. Osborne. Actually, 
yeah, I'll, I cat's already back out of the bag. I'll I'll say KJ Osborne. Um, eh. He's they've supported three guys week one and week two. I'm I'm willing to pick it up and I mean if you don't claim him, someone else is gonna claim him. I wouldn't I wouldn't spend a bunch of fab on him if you're in one of those leagues. Um, but I'd pick him up and see if you know you're able to hit on on a on week three shootout in Seattle. So, all right, my number three is Alexander Madison. I saw Dalvin slow to get up one too many I was times. If you're gonna do that. I just got to do it. <laughs> go I, from, I think it's time you, to waste a, a roster spot on him. You go from Madison's worthless, not even involved week one to like, all right, got to. He's a waiver pickup. He's not like gonna change the league, no. but he's a waiver pickup. Yeah. All right, who's next? Uh, Zach Pascal. Uh, this, I mean, this could all change and be irrelevant if Wentz is out, but um, we've seen him be relevant all last season, and so far through two weeks, he's extremely relevant. So, I think he's the yin to Pittman's yang. So, um, I'd add him up and hope he can keep the touchdown streak going. All right, my number one is obvious, and we've already talked about him a bunch. Um, so I'll just do him now. Rondale Moore. Go pick him up in every league. He was 8% of leagues. I think he was owned in ESPN. Another repeat, but you've got to go pick him up. 19 when you looked. When I looked, I thought it said 8, but either way, not 30%. It was like 19 last week. Go pick him up. Like, go pick that dude up. He needs to be owned everywhere. Yep. And my top one, I was just trying not to repeat my guys. So, uh, DPJ with Jarvis Landry. Being hurt if Odell's not back. I like Donovan P. I think he's really good. He did nothing in the um, game. He was not like even I, involved. I know, I know, I know. Just they're going to throw gave me the same crap about Rondell Moore last week. No, he was Dude, involved. Max Williams, at least. Dude, they Max they, Williams. That was dirty. I don't know what they. I don't know where he came out of. Yeah, Max I, Williams I wouldn't might trust be, that. Might be my fifth. I wouldn't trust that. But they the Browns throw to all their tight ends too much. All right. So my last one I cheated because these guys are only owned in like 51 and 52% of ESPN leagues. So if they're available in half the leagues, James White and Tony Pollard. We talked a lot about them in the recaps and breakdowns. Like those could be startable number two slash three running backs. Go pick them up. If they're not, go check your waiver wire, see if they're available and go pick them up. But before we sign off, I want to mention a couple of the start-sit questions we got last week um, because we got a couple on Twitter. We answered them before kickoff, and those followers are happy. One of the questions was DJ Moore or Melvin Gordon. We told them DJ Moore. And the other question was DJ Moore, um, T. Higgins, or was it Melvin Gordon again? And we told them DJ Moore and T. Higgins. Both were smash victories, smash successes. So if you have start sit questions later in the week, find us on Twitter. Just another FFP is our handle. Um, we'll answer questions there. We'll answer rankings questions. We'll answer start sit questions, flex questions, whatever questions you guys have. Reach out to us on Twitter. We will be very responsive and getting back to you. Have some dialogue. Have some fun. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Just Another Fantasy Football Podcast this week. And we'll be back to break down week three next time we talk. 